One of my biggest kicks is just going out to eat or going to movies, you know, and doing things I couldn't do when I was, you know, in the middle of the Beatles stuff. And I really get off on that. And people, occasionally people ask for autograph or just want to shake hands is the coolest one that happens, which is cool with me. And uh, I'm just known enough to keep my ego floating, but unknown enough to get around, which is nice. Okay. I've followed you for a long time. Thank you. Thank you. That, of course, is Howard Cosell, the late Howard Cosell. Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Forty years ago, on December 8th, 1980, I was there, but I was just a little infant, two days old. John Lennon was murdered outside of his Dakota apartment by Mark David Chapman. A mentally ill, deranged man who... Hours earlier had received uh, an autograph from John Lennon and then shot him in the back and proceeded to read Catcher in the Rye. Disturbing. Forty years ago. Mm-hmm. Lots been said. That day, you know. In the, in the 50s, the day the music died was the day that Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper, Richie Valens all died in the plane crash. And then there was another day the music died, and that was the day today, December 8th, 1980. John Lennon murdered. Mark David Chapman to this day tries to seek parole and is denied every time. Love her or hate her, Yoko Ono has vowed that she will continue fighting his appeals. So tonight, in honor of his life in New York, because you know for almost 10 years, John Lennon spent the remaining years of his life in New York City with his wife Yoko Ono and and his son Julian Lennon, who would visit, and then they had another, they had a baby, Julian Lennon. And John Lennon often times would say he should have been born in New York City. And the clip that you heard earlier was of John Lennon in Lennon NYC, a documentary about John Lennon's New York years. An amazing documentary. It highlights why he fell in love with New York. Him when he uh, there's a beautiful portrait of him and Yoko Ono and they're on this boat and you can see that the twin towers are being constructed around this time so it's early days and they felt like they were foreigners in a new land because they had felt 
you know, England had just become too much for them. And the British press went after them. This was released in 2010, directed by Michael Epstein. In October 2010, John Lennon would have been 70 years old. This year, he would have been 80 in 2020. In December of 2000, or 2020, he will have been dead for 40 years, yet his art still haunts us. This film explores and celebrates the arc of Lennon's solo career, the art and choices that his and Yoko Ono's intense creative and personal collaboration produced is a major focus. With unprecedented and exclusive cooperation from Yoko Ono, access to never-before-seen material from the Lennon archives, and conversations with his closest people, Yoko Ono, Elton John, the photographer Bob Grun, Ringo, Lennon NYC is singular poised to tell John Lennon's story as it has never been told before and it will never be told again. This documentary is powerful. Um, there are all those, you know, I think people with John Lennon in this documentary, what might have been. There was a point where he took five years off, something that was unheard of, just to look after his son, Sean. Didn't do that to Julian, and yes, I mentioned that. It's kind of a slap in the face to Julian, if you think about it. And, and I'm going to say that. Because it needs to be said. <laughs> Lennon NYC is a is a portrait. It's you know it's a man who is unfortunately we realize now living on borrowed time. It covers everything. It covers you know what happened? Um so John Sinclair who was a music uh, musician and manager for the MC5, got in trouble, okay? So they put on this, this benefit concert for John Sinclair. John and, and Yoko Ono, and they sing a song called Free John Sinclair, okay? And then the FBI starts to investigate John Lennon and Yoko Ono, mainly John Lennon, and they want to get him out of this country and they want to deport him. The Nixon, the Nixon administration, which has nothing better to do than to deport rock stars. And this documentary highlights that. And then it highlights the music, the solo career. I mean, imagine. Instant karma. Mind games. Just like starting over. Just like starting over. That was the comeback right there. 40 years ago. The last album that was released in his lifetime. John Lennon and Yoko Ono, Double Fantasy. Lennon NYC. You you learn a lot of interesting things. You learn that John Lennon and his wife at one point were, ex, you know, um, apart for personal reasons. And what brought them back together, you know, it was feeling like teenagers again. That duet that John Lennon did with Sir Elton John, whatever gets you through the night. And John made a promise to Elton John and said, if this song goes to number one, I'll perform it with you. And he did. He went to uh, Madison Square Garden to a rousing reception. But in this documentary, you see the politics, okay? And then you see his descend onto New York City. Greenwich Village, where they lived at at the beginning, 
Allen Ginsberg was there, the Andy Warhol scene. You know, Yoko Ono was part of the Andy Warhol scene because she's a performance artist. So here she is hanging out with Jonas Mikas, may he rest in peace, Andy Warhol, Allen Ginsberg, and John Lennon and Yoko Ono, you know, are part of this. You know, Greenwich Village is known as the artist circle. You think of in the early 50s and 60s with the beat poets and Bob Dylan and Joan Baez and, you know, all these comedians. Lenny Bruce. And then you have in Lennon NYC all these moments, you know. Uh, John Lennon really just, you know, it covers also... War is over if you want it. Remember that? The 1969-70, you know, uh, ads that they put all over the country, all over the world. And then they later recorded the song, War is over, Merry Christmas, if you want it. Such a powerful song. And then, of course, Imagine. Imagine which catapulted, I mean, John Lennon's solo career, that song alone. And then it just continued. And then he had, you know, his lost weekend. And then eventually came back with Yoko Ono and they had a child. And he became an an American citizen toward the end of his life. And there was always that talk of bringing the Beatles back together. And it didn't happen. On December 8th, 1980, John Lennon was shot by Mark David Chapman. The documentary NYC, Lennon NYC, just covers... His New York years. His New York years where he's, as he says at the beginning, he's able to go to the movies. He's able to go out to eat. And people do come up to him and say, hey, let me shake your hand. One gentleman says, hey, let me shake your hand. When are the Beatles getting get back together? He's like, tomorrow. You're full of it. I love your album. I love your new album. And the New Yorkers loved John Lennon. And, you know, it's like the, the Greta Garbo sightings in New York City that people have told me about. If they saw John Lennon, it was always in Central Park with Yoko Ono. You know, or they were going to the recording studio to work on the follow-up to um, Double Fantasy, which was to be Milk and Honey. And so, for after five years of not recording, John Lennon... I suddenly one day wanted to record again And so they brought this band together Jack Douglas said hey Let's record And these songs just started to spill out And John Lennon said It was like he was returning to A form that he had known when he was a teenager When he first started out as a musician Coming full circle Not realizing the borrowed time he's living on But he's come full circle. And at the beginning of... This isn't in the original mix that we all hear. It shows them recording Double Fantasy. And he says at the beginning of the song, this is for Jack... Or this is for Buddy... Chuck, Buddy, and Elvis. And um, starts singing and... You know, did... I think he did that song with... uh, Phil Spector... Because it had that specter sound, you know. Lennon NYC. If you want to watch it, I encourage you. It was released 10 years ago. It's introspective. It's beautiful. 
to my New York friends whom I love. One of them I'm thinking of right now, and I hope he's doing well. Uh, he's not had it. He's not had an easy time health wise. I'm getting a little verklempt, and so I'm doing this to send this out to him. You know, he and I often talk about him taking me to the different spots. You know, like Strawberry Fields Forever, the memorial for John Lennon, where everyone gathered on that night after John Lennon's death. You know, or the the obit that they would play on TV with the song "In My Life," and so did my friend tonight, who loves the the state that he lives in. He's a New Yorker. Oh, he's a New Yorker. All right. Oh yeah, I can't do it. He he always could do um, what is it uh? What's funny is you know if he's if he's really tired, you can hear um his long island accent and you know i like it i like it i you know he uh yeah it's funny ah yeah and so tonight we're gonna dedicate this show to him because i hope he's doing well you know um never forgets my birthday but that's besides the point this is someone who you know loves music used to work you know for music television that's all I'll say, you know, and, and I'd love to document that one day we'll have him on the show if he can talk about it. I mean, the people that he got to meet and stand next to, and these are people that he listened to when he would tell me and I'm like, but, and and he's very, you know, he's very careful about it. He's not going to ask them for an autograph. And he told me how his mother would teach him, you know, you need to be respectful because they're people too. When it came to really famous people, um, his mother served uh, many well-known people. And he says he was right there. You know, they'd come into the store to buy something and he'd see them. And he, his mother taught him not to gawk, just to be polite and to be kind. And... Um, His family was in New York around that time in 1980, you know, and he has a very interesting story. Um, I was thinking about this the other night where he used to sing his son, the good night song by the Beatles, which I think was originally written for Julian Lennon. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? So John Lennon, wherever you are, the day, the day the music died, but the music didn't die. John Lennon died in, in body, but in spirit and musically, he's still here. You know, we just did a, a documentary on the doors and I love the Beatles, but I love the doors a little more. But there, there's nothing. When it comes to John Lennon, it's like, come on, I'm going to get verklempt, okay? Those songs, you think about how, how important those songs are. War is over if you want it, but this is Christmas. You know, one of my favorite Christmas songs right there because there's a message behind it. You know, yeah. There's always a message behind it when it comes to John Lennon and then the music of the Beatles. Lennon NYC, the the love 
that New York gave to John Lennon and the love that he gave back. Mm. That's, that's, you know, in the end, you know, that song by the, the Beatles from the final album, the love that you get back is more there. The love you take is more that you get back. Yeah. I think I said it wrong. Uh, this documentary, please watch it. It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. This is Documentary December. And I told you, we're going to talk about all of them. You know, I'm, I've got that calendar out. I'm counting down. I'm recording these as fast as I can because you never know. I might become busy. And so what I do is I have them recorded and then I send them out to you in the ether. And that's where John Lennon is right now. Somewhere in the ether, floating around. Looking at how crazy the world is. And how even throughout all of this, we're still talking about his music. We're still talking about this very dark and sad day. But how the music fills us all with hope. And of course, his memorial. Strawberry Fields in New York City. A place that he loved a place that he revered. He loved playing Madison Square Garden. He did so many benefit concerts. How he fought for those who didn't have a voice. And that's what Lennon NYC shows you. Is John Lennon... This is truly the twilight of his life. And I don't, you know... You know, in terms of the time that he, he died at 40... It's a young age, very young. Lennon NYC. A documentary, a portrait of John Lennon. Ten years until the end of his life. (sighs) The music, the songs, you know. Too bad that, you know, I was going to talk about A Hard Day's Night, but that's not... A documentary that's a music film, but it's a mockumentary poking fun at Beatle Mania. What couldn't? What could be better? There's a really great moment where the woman and him, and he's she's like, "Yo, him? No, I'm not. But you look like him. Oh no, my eyes are lighter. You know, you don't look like him at all. She looks more like him than I do." That's what he says. So, directed by Michael Epstein, released on December or September twenty fifth, two thousand and ten. One hundred and fifteen minutes. This is Lennon, NYC, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> 